Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're doing amazing. Happy Monday. I am so, so thankful for your time and all the moments that we spent together. I really hope you've been encouraged. I hope that you are growing in your walk with the Lord and in intimacy with him. And I hope you are learning your value and how to navigate this dating game. Today, I want to just talk about how do you deal with feeling like you're not enough or feeling like, I don't know if you ever felt like this, where you're like, well, Faye, if I am so such a great of a woman, a great of a catch, why can't I ever find someone to want me? Why, why everyone always leave me? Why am I the one that always get left by myself? All my friends are married. All my friends are dating. I am always the one looking crazy, even though it seems like I'm such a great catch. I need you to pause that conversation that you're having with yourself and listen to me. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth, okay? I want you to understand that in life, there are seasons. There are seasons. And you must be okay with the season of life that God's placed you in. There are four different seasons which we know of in our physical world. There's summer, winter, fall, and spring, right? And so in dating, there's even seasons. There's seasons when all you gonna, it's going to be a hot girl summer. Not that type of hot girl summer, don't get me wrong. But the summer when everybody's seeming to give, give you attention and you are the prettiest. You are the one that's being chosen. You are the one that people are seeming to be running after and wanting to be a part of. And you're probably actually dating someone. Then there are winters. Winters is when it's like, bruh, <laughs> ain't nobody here. Ain't nobody checking for me. Like, what is wrong with me? When you when you are in that headspace, you are in what I like to call the relational winter. When you're in the relational winter, I need you to look at what, you know, cold animals. Think about a polar bear. Think about like some animal that hibernates. They go hibernate. They go they they literally go and get what's needed for their bodies to make it through the winter. And so in the summer times, when you're feeling all good, you're feeling all great, you are actually supposed to use that time to invest in yourself, to get to know yourself, to self-love, to put into yourself. Just like those animals that hibernate, they eat as much as they can. They fill themselves to the point where they can literally sleep all winter and not have a complaint. Imagine if that animal did not prepare for winter. And so a lot of times when you're finding yourselves in these situations, and you're like, oh my God, Faye, ain't nobody checking for me. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, like they keep telling me I'm a good catch, but they don't want to date me. They don't want to be serious with me. It's because you're looking at them to give you what only you and the Lord can give you. You're looking for someone to love you when you don't even know how to love yourself. And that, that, may, that may not be you, but this might be you. You're looking for someone to validate you. Why do you think that Instagram made over $600 million in less than 10 minutes? Because people are needing validated. They want that little verified sticker, that little verified check. You have already been verified in Christ. You understand me? You have already been, been qualified in Christ. The Lord literally came to earth to die for you, to give his life as a ransom for you because you are valuable. You are valuable. You are wonderfully made. You are seen in his eyes. You are the apple of his eye. And I need you to take your eyes off of what everybody else is saying or not saying and fix your eyes back on Jesus. Do you understand me? There's a man looking for you. 
And he's not looking for you the body. He's looking for you the spirit. He's looking for you the soul. He's looking for you. Are you focused on getting your assignment done in, in, with the heaven? Are, are, are you focused on like becoming who God needs you to be? Are you, are you becoming what God intended for you to become? Are you stepping into what God's called you to step into in this season? Are you being obedient? Even when it, it feels stupid to be obedient. In our world, we're living in now, in culture now, you don't want anyone to find you outside of the will of God. That's what I think there's safety in this dating culture y'all in these days. I've been praying over y'all because I'm like, bruh, like it, it's a war zone out here, man. It's like, it's like hard out here for the Christian. But the Lord has you and the Lord has someone just for you, picked out for you. If, if his will for you is to get married and that's the desires of your heart, the Lord is not afraid of the desires of your heart. He put those desires in your heart. And so if he wills for you to get married, guess what? You will get married. And if you continue to pull on that and go to the father for that, the Lord literally said he is mindful of you. He knows how he made you. He's there for you. Don't let anybody talk you out of getting married. You don't give up. You don't quit. You don't surrender. You continue to fight. You continue to decree. You continue to become. You continue just like that animal that we see going into hibernation for wintertime. Fill yourself up with the word of God. Fill yourself up with worship. Fill yourself up with self-love and self-care and self-beauty. You need to understand who you are so that when no one, if no one's checking for you, you check it for yourself, baby, because you know you all that in the bag of chips. I need you to build your confidence up. Where is your confidence? Where is your faith? Is your confidence in if this man choose me, then I'm somebody? I'm here to tell you that when you get married, when you get married, <laughs> you may think that's going to make everything all good and dandy and fun. Life's going to be perfect, right? Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. You're going from the, from the, from the boiling pot straight to the fire. Because the Lord, you will be tried by fire when you get married. All that selfishness, all that pride, all that that unforgiveness that you can secretly carry by yourself when you're single. Because guess what? It's easy to put on the front when you're outside the house, right? You're outside the house and it's, it's real easy to, you know, look good, have it all together. But when you're living with somebody 24-7, he see your mess, you see, you see her mess, all that right there. You see each other's stuff, baby, let me tell you something. You ain't, some of y'all ain't even ready. Some of y'all praying for something you know you're not ready for. The Lord actually is keeping some of y'all from being a divorcee because some of y'all too selfish. Some of y'all lack, lack the ability to forgive quickly, swiftly. Some of you guys can't control your anger. Some of you guys think that getting married is going to help you with that lust or that masturbation problem. But you got to deal with that before you get married, right? Because if you can't be secure in, your, in yourself and in the Lord and be celibate and by yourself with just you and the Lord, you go slick. Allow the door to open to um, what we like to call it, an affair. Or what does the Lord call it? Adultery. If you can't be faithful by yourself, you're not going to be faithful with someone else. Because eventually they're going to get old. I'm just here to tell you the truth. And so I need for you to be like, be like the bear or the animal that has to get prepared for the wintertime. Begin to gird yourself up with the word of the Lord. Put on the full armor of God. Get yourself ready for this warfare that's going to be in your mind. And the warfare of your mind is going to be so intense that it's going to literally appear like your life is being crushed or everything around you is falling apart. But I'm here today to tell you, you're going to be just fine. You're going to make it through this. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Say it after me. I am beautifully and I am wonderfully made. Say it after me. I am the apple of God's eye. 
I am seen. I'm not forgotten. Elroy sees me. Lord, I thank you now that you are helping these young women to stand strong under temptations, God, of various amounts of temptations. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you are upholding them with your righteous right hand so that it will not fall into a counterfeit relationship. God, I ask you just to break off any relationship or attachment, be it friendship or intimate relationship that's not supposed to be in their lives, oh Lord. God, I ask that you just would bring them out of any type of lust, sexual immorality, to perverse thoughts. God, I ask, you, I ask that you just would break that off their lives now in the name of Jesus. But I thank you, Lord, that you are preserving these women to be godly wives, to be godly mothers, to be godly homemakers, to be godly entrepreneurs, to be godly kingdom women that will stand firm in this hour, in this generation. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you have picked them out, handpicked them out for a time such as this. Lord, do not allow these women to miss their moment because of sadness, because of feeling like they're not enough. Do not allow them to check out on the promise, God. Lord, you said in your word that if we remain stern, God, if we remain steadfast, God, we will reap if we faint not. And God, they will not faint. They will be married. That's the will of, your, of you for their life. And their hearts will not grow faint and they will not accept a counterfeit for what you have in the premise for them. So God, I ask you, Lord, that you just would just touch their hearts, touch their minds. God, deal with all depressive thoughts, all sadness, God, all self-hatred. I ask you just to deal with that now, God. Come even now. Allow them to feel your presence, oh Lord, in their rooms. Lord, I ask you just to send mighty, fiery angels now, healing angels now, just to drop into the presence or of wherever they are now. And allow those angels to heal those broken hearts, to bind up those wounds in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I come against all spirits of heaviness now in the name of Jesus. I come against the spirit of confusion and of doubt in the mighty name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. You will not continue to hide in this house. You will not continue to torment this vessel of the Lord, this princess of the king. You come out and you leave her home now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that she is more than a conqueror. I thank you, Lord, that she will see the promise. I thank you, Lord, that she will be a godly wife. And she will marry Pierre in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you are doing a work in her even now. Lord, allow her just to be blessed by this prayer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And so I don't even know what led me to say that prayer. And I really hope it made sense, to be honest. <laughs> but I just felt the need to pray over you so that you will not lose heart. I understand how it can feel when it feels like, wow, Faye, like, it's like nobody sees me. Nobody wants me. If I'm such a good catch, why am I still by myself? If, I, if I'm such a good woman, why am I still alone? You are in a winter. You are in a winter. You should have prepared in the summer. But even if you didn't prepare, guess what? You can turn this thing around by doing what? I'm glad you asked. Getting in your word. Getting around a healthy community. Getting accountability. Making sure you ain't in the DMs nobody you're not supposed to be in. Getting rid of them text threads. You've been hiding. You know you should have got rid of them text threads from that dude who you know ain't the one for you. But you're still trying to talk to him because you're scared that if you let him go, no one else is going to show up. I'm here to tell you that as long as you holding the seat for Jaquan and, uh, and David and all them, as long as you holding the seat for somebody who's not yours, for someone who's a counterfeit, your husband can never appear. Why? Because it's lack of trust in the Lord. And you can't trust the Lord with 
your heart, how can the Lord trust you to be faithful to this man he's trying to give you? How can God trust you with a gift that he's trying to give you? If you can't clean house, if you can't get all these, these non-vital, non-important, just artificial counterfeit pseudo relationships out of your life. If you're going to continue to settle for situationships, I don't want to hear nothing about you on a husband. Why? Because you are refusing to trust God. You must trust God with your love story. You cannot continue to do the same thing and expect the same and expect a different outcome. You have to do the different stuff. You got to do what's hard. You got to do what's uncomfortable. You got to get Jaquan and, and, and all them up out of your life. So that God can make room so he can heal you and make you whole so that when you get that man, you ain't projecting on him. You not victimizing him because of your past. God wants to send that husband, but because you refuse to clean house, to consecrate yourself, you're not in a position to receive no husband. And so if you are in this space, I ask you, I ask that you just would go literally get your butt up right now, wherever you at. If you're driving, I understand. Wait till you park. Get up. Get before the king. Go before the Lord. Confess your sins. He's faithful to forgive when we confess our sins. Get your heart right. Start living a life of consecration. You can't be sleeping with men. And some of y'all, I know y'all out here having sex with men. You, you out here having sex and you're thinking it's justified. You're thinking, oh, I'm just going to repent. You're thinking, I just can't stop having sex with him. I don't know. Guess what? You'll never receive the promise. You'll never receive a husband. How can God trust you with a gift, with his gift, with a leader, with a protector, with someone who's going to look out for you, who's willing to put their life on the line for you? And you won't even walk in purity and wait for him. You can't be trusted with the promise of the Lord. Therefore, I need for you now, if this is you, I need for you to repent. I need for you to turn. I need for you to get rid of all those men in your life that's just taking seats. You're out here eating all these snacks. And when the entree show up, you can't even eat the entree because you're too full. I'm telling y'all right now. I asked my husband, right? Because before I got married, um, before I got married, I wanted so bad to be married. I was like, oh, I want to get married. I really want somebody to be with me. But I kept getting guys who would, Jamie, they would just want to talk to me. Or they, of course, they want to sleep with you, or sleep with me. Or they want to do everything but the right thing. They want to give me everything but what I want. They want to take me shopping. I'm like, I want a relationship. They want to have sex with me. I'm like, I want a relationship. They want to do everything with me but the right thing that I want, right? And so I got to the point. I was like, bruh, I can't do this no more. Lord, I'm tired. And I was in a space like you. If I'm such a good catch, why ain't nobody checking for me? Why can't I seem to find nobody? All my friends getting married and they got relationships and they got men and they got they, they special to somebody. I want to be special. Oh my goodness. What, what's wrong with me? And the Lord literally, y'all, had to sit me down and say, Faith, you out here looking when I am, that's not your space. The Lord said, he who finds a wife. Number one, Faith, you're not a wife yet because you don't even know how to cook. <laughs> you don't even know how to submit. You think submission is a cuss word, Faith. You got ready for to be no husband. Faith, also, you got too many men attached to you. I wasn't sleeping with him. I wasn't, you know, doing all that. But I just, you know, a little, little conversation here and there. We just, we just, we just talking, you know, make me feel good. Give me a little compliment. I'm like, ooh, this is nice. Hey, get rid of the nice. Get rid of it. That's what the Lord told me. Get rid of it. Trust me. Do you trust me with your whole heart? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. 
Is that you? Is that you? I didn't trust God. I'll tell you right now. I had me a, uh, a side, a side talk to partner against another side talk to homie against somebody else that I was like, in case that don't work out, I can maybe talk to him. Didn't trust God at all. And it wasn't until I finally got to that point. I was like, I'm so sick of this. I got rid of everybody, every text thread, every email, every DM. Totally told all my friends, hey, y'all, consecrating this year. I ain't talking to nobody. Hold me accountable. Had one conversation with one of my really, really close homeboys. And he was just like, whoa, like, you for real? I'm like, yeah, I'm dead serious, bro. I am so done out here in these streets. This is just hard out here. And so I told him, I'm going to consecrate my life to the Lord. And I'm going to see what God, the Lord is a man of his word, right? Never lost a battle. I'm going to take him up on his word. And so the Lord said in Matthew 6, 33, right? Seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. I applied that to my relationship. I replied that to dating, y'all. I totally stopped dating and put my mind on being a mother, making disciples, and getting my money. <laughs> That's what I did. I did that for like a whole year, about 13, 15 months. And all of a sudden, I get Holy Spirit download. Faith, I need for you to change jobs. I'm like, what? Why would I change jobs? What don't even make sense? Like, I'm on my way to become an attorney. Why all of a sudden, like I'm, li- I'm literally building into my dream, God. I've had to overcome a lot to even get to this point. Why would I give this up, Lord? The Lord said, I need, I got need of you. I need you to move over here. And I'm like, okay. Because once you're by yourself, this is what you got to hear. Once you get by yourself and you get all those other voices out of your ear, you can hear God. I begin to hear God. I begin to seek God. I begin to press in. I begin to get to know my father. I begin to really get to commune with him and understand what he was saying. And he understood me, which he did that already. But I began to really get in, you know, a great space with my king. And so he told me, if I quit that job, go over here. And I did it. I was kind of like, eh, I don't want to do this. But I did it anyways because, you know, the Lord told me to do it. I get over there, guys. I kid you not. First day on the job, I'm in the in the cafeteria, dropping off my lunch in the fridge, right? Getting ready to start this new job. In my head, I'm like, I ain't trying to meet nobody. I'm over here to get my money, go home, go to, go to my D group, whatever. I'm going to do my thing. And y'all, I drop, <laughs> I drop off my lunch. I close the refrigerator door. All of a sudden, I hear, how you doing? In a deep voice, a deep voice. How are you doing? And I look at him. Y'all snap my neck real quick. I'm like, hold on. Who are we talking to? <laughs> I snap my neck. I look back. I go, oh, snap. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> but you know, I held it in, right? I held it in, baby. Got to play it cool, baby. Got to play it cool. And so I held it in. I look at my, like, oh, okay, he cute. But he ain't for me, though. That's the first thing I thought in my head. That, this, this, this ain't for me. And so he started to immediately pursue me, guys. Immediately. As soon as he saw me, he said he knew I was his wife. Ain't that crazy how when you consecrate yourself to the Lord, you give it all up for the king and you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. When you literally apply the word of the Lord to your life, it has results. A plus B is C. If you continue not to do what the word said to do, you can't expect to get kingdom consequences. If you keep eating from the dark kingdom's table, you can't expect to get the nutrition and the healthiness of eating from the kingdom table. What am I saying? You can't expect to walk in the promises of the Lord while walking the path towards destruction. 
That don't make sense. You constantly saying, God, you don't hear me. God, 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 I want a husband. Lord, give him a man, Lord. Send a man, Lord. Send him, Lord. You constantly saying that with your mouth, but with your actions, bro. You out here living just like the worldly people. You out here sleeping with people. You out here talking to everybody, emotionally fornicating all over the city. You out here, you can't take two minutes just to be by yourself. So get by yourself. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your understanding. And you begin to fill yourself up with the word. You begin to ask the Lord just to transform your mind. And if you are in this wilderness winter season of relationships, get ready. Springtime's coming. Will you be ready? Are you going to be able to, to walk in that, that wisdom of being a wife? You can do that. You can do that even now. You don't have to wait to be the wife in order to be the wife. You start becoming right now. And we'll jump into that a lot later. But I love y'all so much. Y'all take care. Also, be looking out for our new membership that's coming up. Our new community. It will be called Date to Mate. Date number two, Mate. So if you ain't trying to get married, this ain't for you, baby. Because the whole point of this is to help you get ready to be that godly wife. To be that godly role model for your children. To learn all the things you need to learn in order to walk in that promise God has for you. I'm so proud of you guys. I'll be dropping the link soon. Y'all take care. Bye-bye, guys.